Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. Here we have open and honest conversations on subjects that the church is not willing to talk about. From topics such as Christian dating, deliverance, angels, demons, hell, sex, we talk about it all. So keep listening to hear what's coming up on today's conversation. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. So this is my very first episode and I am super excited to have you all join me in this new venture. So before we begin, it would only be right to do introductions. So let me give you a quick rundown on who I am and the story behind this podcast. And don't worry, I will also explain the reason and the meaning behind the name. Firstly, as you might have heard from the intro, this is a podcast where I believe God wants to generate a space to be completely open and free about conversations that are just not heard in the church and Christian community. So God placed this on my heart towards the end of last year, about October time. And honestly, I was all geared up. I was ready to just jump straight into this. And then life just happened. You know, that way when you hear from God and you're all prepared and then something just comes, overturns your plan. That's just, that's what happens when we walk with God, right? I just had so many commitments, so many things and just did not have enough hours in the day to give the time or the devotion that a podcast requires. The Lord also just took me through such a difficult season during that time where I was refined, I was purified, I was, let's be honest, I was struggling, which was the main thing. However, the Lord used that all for his glory and it was so difficult, but I praise God for it. I praise God for all the trials that we go through, right? Because they produce that character, they produce that hope, they produce that perseverance that we need. God cares so much about our character and so who knows what I would have been like if I had actually started this podcast back then in October, but now I just feel ready. I've came out of that season and so I am just in such a place where I can give the time, the devotion, really just pour out my heart into this podcast and just really see where the Holy Spirit leads me, how God will use this all for his glory. So now is the time where I'm taking such a crazy step of faith, which has been from a place of prayer and really seeking the Lord's guidance on this. So I just want to give you the kind of reason behind the podcast and how God actually spoke to me about doing this podcast because believe it or not, I never ever ever in my life thought that I would be recording or hosting a podcast. To be honest, I was never and I'm ashamed to admit this, I was never ever really a podcast person. To be honest, I just never was really into that. You know, I was always into just listening to preachers or just really listening to music most of the time. So I do listen to some podcasts now. However, I'm still definitely not a podcast person, which I probably should not be admitting considering I'm actually making a podcast. But I know that they are great. They're great for people who are on the go. They're great for people who like to do something in between. You know, I do listen to some podcasts in the gym or if I'm on a car ride or if I'm just walking. The reason behind this podcast is to talk about everyday issues we face as a Christian living in a secular world, which at the best of times is extremely difficult to do, let's just be honest, because our models, our views, our opinions, they are so contrary to that of the world, and so living that out can be tough. And many of these views and opinions and models that we have are just not spoken about in the church in general. It's almost as if we have an agreed understanding you know some of those unspoken models and concepts and opinions that I'm talking about for example sex and marriage identity gender 
abortion, all these different things, a lot of Christians will agree on, but no one will ever speak about it. No one will ever talk about the reason why we have these views or these opinions. And this is really a platform for us to be able to discuss those different things, explain why as Christians we have them. This is a good opportunity for me to do this, just to say that this is a Christian-based podcast. However, that does not mean that you have to be a Christian or a believer to be listening to this. You're so, so welcome here, no matter what your faith or religion. If you're interested in hearing a Christian viewpoint on these different subjects or if you're exploding your faith whoever you are whatever your circumstances you're so welcome here you don't have to be a believer you just have to have an interest I guess in what I'm talking about it's so sad that it has been neglected in the church in general and just in Christian society as well very rarely do people talk about this but I just praise God that he is rising up born-again believers who are going to break down these barriers that are going to set people free by opening up about these issues about mental health about drugs about addictions about deliverance all these different things we're going to open up about them and we're going to have those difficult conversations Moving on to the name, so God gave me the name for the podcast instantly at the same time he gave me the whole vision and idea for the podcasts. One day I was just going a walk as I do, a prayer walk to God, and I was just talking to God saying, you know, why are so many of these issues just unspoken about? As soon as that left my mind, because I wasn't praying out loud, I was praying in my mind, or in my heart, whatever you want to say, and as soon as I said unspoken, Honestly, it was just like a wave. I just had kind of like a vision of a podcast and me talking about these issues that are unspoken. The Lord really gave me so much clarity through just showing me different things. It was just giving me a lot of confirmation that this was, that the Lord was all over this. So the name of the podcast was Unspoken. However, I realized just how many other podcasts bear this name. It is such a highly generic name. So I was then praying about it a bit and just thinking about it and the Lord brought to my spirit unspoken word. So the Greek translation for word is logos. So logos and rema are words that are used all throughout scripture that talk about God's word. So logos is God's written word and so it is unspoken logos. One, because the Lord brought it to me and two, because no other podcast is using this title and honestly, I think it just works. Now a little bit more about me, the voice behind the screen that you're listening to. So my name is Sophie. I'm currently 24 years old and I live in Scotland at the moment and I've been following the Lord for around three and a half years. So I'm still a relatively new Christian, if you would say that. But my God, have I been stripped back, refined, pushed out my comfort zone and shed so many tears, but also so many shouts of sheer joy and victory You know, the decision to become a Christian has been one of the biggest and hardest yet most rewarding I have ever made in my life. And what a journey, what a journey in three and a bit years. Honestly, if you have been walking with the Lord longer, which I'm sure a lot of you have been, then you're probably like, yes, amen, tears and joy, tears and joy. But it is amazing. It is honestly the best journey that you can go on. And we're here in this life for such a short time. And so for the amount of time that I'm here on this earth, I want to live it to glorify and to worship and lay down this life to my saviour. So I mentioned I live in Scotland. I absolutely love living in Scotland, which was not always the case. There was a point in my time, even when I was saved, that I wanted to move away, that I was actively looking for work abroad. However, 
this just didn't work out. Praise God that he just closed so many doors and the Lord really transformed my heart and gave me a desire to be in Scotland and to actually live in the city that I'm in currently. And I just praise God for that. I praise God that he's planted me here for such a special time as this. But that's all I'm going to say for now about myself. And I know it's super brief, but I'll be doing hopefully a full testimony video of how I came to faith and how my radical encounter with the Lord completely changed my life at some point. But that is not what we are talking about on today's podcast. On today's episode, it is going to be no less dramatic and no less intense. (laughs) Today's podcast is all about the journey that I had with anxiety. So I have been very quiet about this. I have not spoken about it on any of my social medias. And the Lord has always put it on my heart to really share my testimony of how he delivered me and saved me of 23 years worth of anxiety. And to be honest, I've been so quiet about the whole journey. The whole journey is just so personal to me. And I'll talk about this, but the journey through anxiety, when you have anxiety, you never want anyone to know that. And so I kept it quiet for so long, kept it quiet from a lot of my friends and a lot of my family. However, the Lord delivered me and set me free. And he has put it on my heart for probably about a year now to really just speak out about it more. And honestly, the podcast is just such the perfect opportunity to really sit down and just give you a brief overview because this will only be about 20-30 minutes of 23 years of my life so bear with me we're going to go quite fast but I just pray that this just helps someone that might be dealing with anxiety or someone who's looking for that deliverance. I just pray that this encourages someone or that this is just someone's beginning journey to just have that hope and that faith and that encouragement to know that the Lord can do this, that the Lord wants to do this and that he can set you completely free. So anxiety is such a wide term that is used in today's society. So what I'm going to do is read out the definition for anxiety so we all have an agreed understanding of what we're talking about. So anxiety is the mind and body's reaction to stressful, dangerous or unfamiliar situations. It's a sense of uneasiness, distress or dread that you feel before a significant event. So that is the basic of what anxiety is. There are different levels of anxiety that someone can feel and it can come and go for different periods and lengths of time for various people. What I want to start off with as a Christian is that I believe anxiety is demonic. I believe that it comes from the devil and we are told in the Bible explicitly in 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So many times throughout the Bible, the word of God commands us, do not fear, do not fear. You know, God knew that the spirit of fear was going to be a struggle we as believers would wrestle with. And I thank God for all his promises that we can stand on and we can declare which overthrow all the powers of hell. Now, the spirit of fear is where anxiety stems from. God never created us to deal with anxiety. In Philippians 4, 6-7, it says, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then it talks about peace, which is our portion, not fear, not anxiety, but peace in all circumstances and in all situations. Now, that's all well and said because it's in the Bible, but actually living that out can be so tough, guys. Having anxiety is a part of your emotions and so really being able to suppress that and push that down is so difficult. So I do not want to diminish this or the feelings of anxiety because I know just how hard it is when that fear, when that anxiety starts to stem up where you need to stand on the word, you need to meditate and fight that fear with the truth of God. 
I also have to mention that I got delivered from anxiety quite early on in my walk with the Lord. So I think I'd been saved just under two years. That's when I was delivered. Everything was still so new and I did not know how to fight spiritual battles back then as well as I do now. So I just pray that this helps someone who may be struggling with anxiety and doesn't know how to fight or who simply doesn't believe there's complete freedom because honestly that was me. When I was saved, I did not think that there was freedom for me. And we'll talk about this in a little while. But when I got saved and I was born again, my anxiety actually got worse. And I know that is not what people want to hear. But the Lord took me on such a journey of overcoming. I 100% had zero faith. I didn't believe it was possible to live a life free of the stronghold of anxiety because I had lived with it my whole life. It was my identity. And I just want to talk about my journey into and after deliverance. So like I mentioned earlier, I had anxiety my whole life. So for 23 years, I was dealing with this and I told no one about it. I literally told no one. I don't even know if people knew or if people sensed it. I'm assuming my parents maybe knew. I don't know because mental health was not talked about back then. Just back then, it still wasn't talked about. It was still such a taboo subject. And so I just praise God that he is breaking down that stigma of mental health and that he is rising up born again believers to speak about this and to break chains and set people free in the Christian community. The thing with anxiety for me anyway is when I was dealing with it you do not want people to know that you have anxiety or that you are anxious. You want people to believe and perceive you as confident, as bold. You want people to believe all the things that you're not. You know I used to hate the way that I was like I could not understand why I was created to not be able to speak to people, why I was created to feel so anxious and so nervous within a group of people. So one of the things that came with the anxiety that I dealt with was severe stage fright. Some of the stuff that I'm about to share, I have never shared with anyone because of the sheer shame and embarrassment that the enemy put on me at such a young age. I spent years building up a persona and being vulnerable is hard. Having anxiety is not something you want to share with the people around you. So I just want to go into one specific incident. Well, really it overlaps into two, but these are ones that were quite pivotal in my life. So at one of them, I had to speak in front of a group of people and there was maybe around 10 to 15 people. I'm not sure exactly because at this time I was only 13 or 14, so I was actually super young and my anxiety kicked in and I started crying in front of everyone. So that was how my stage fright manifested itself. Honestly, I was so embarrassed and nobody knew at the time how to react. And I just remember it felt as if my whole world had collapsed because I couldn't understand why I was like this or why I was created not to be able to speak to people or out loud. And to me, that felt like my whole world was over because I cared about what people thought about me. I cared about people's opinions, especially at that age when you're in your early teens or mid-teens. You, you care what people think about you. You care what your friends think. You care what your family think. And I didn't know who my identity at all. I was still on that journey of learning. And this was just really a back step for me and just really allowed the spirit of fear to come in in a greater measure and that's still something that I'm walking through just now trying to get over caring about what people think about me even doing this you know releasing a podcast has been such a difficult journey for me actually the realities of having my voice on 
a podcast in the world and being super vulnerable with all the things that I'm sharing and that I'm going to share it's not easy well it's not easy for me anyway someone who's came from that past and that background but I really believe that the Lord's going to use this to really set me free and just really to walk out in that freedom that the Lord paid for us on the cross at Calvary so this was not the first time that this had happened though so you're in Scotland in primary six so I guess you're around probably 10 years old at that time I had to give a presentation in front of the class And again, my stage fright kicked in and I started crying in front of the whole class. And honestly, looking back now, I just see how it was the enemy trying so hard to silence my voice. And it was always just spoken over me from such a young age that I was such a quiet and shy girl. And I had to get deliverance from that during a prophetic meeting I had where I could not declare words. They were telling me to declare words like strong, confident leader over myself. And I could not utter the words because it was so alien to me. just praise God that we have an identity in him who says that we are strong, who says that we are courageous, who says that we are a mighty leader and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Actually the things you speak over your children at such a young age and the things that teachers specifically speak over your children in terms of reports and, and things like that, that they can have such weight, like that carries so much weight in the spiritual decrees and actually written decrees, you know, like when they produce a report and things like that because mine always had these words on them they always had quiet they always had shy and that just built into my personality because someone in a place of authority was telling me that that's who I was that my parents if they ever spoke that over me then that is who I was because they were in places of authority so if you have children if you have younger siblings I just really encourage you to speak life over them to speak confidence to speak boldness into them it will change them it will transform them completely even if that's not how they feel in the natural continue to speak that over them just to briefly paint you a picture of what my life looked like growing up going to family events or large gatherings I would literally not talk to anyone literally the only words that I could say was hi I wouldn't even look people in the eyes my heart would race my palms would get sweaty I would just be so nervous I would go so red and I used to get so nervous I hated Christmas and New Year because we have quite a large family so we used to have family gatherings every single year and that is where we used to have to interact and it honestly filled me with just so much fear and so much dread everything I was experiencing were just signs of anxiety as I got older I would plan routes I would plan conversations and my head before I went anywhere down to the T. I would look on Google Maps to see where I would park. I would look at images of the building to see where I was going to go. I was going to plan all these conversations that I would have with different people. It was just constant. I would recite it over and over again and this just increased my anxiety to different levels. And this is just honestly how I lived throughout my childhood and teen years. That was just who I was and I could not speak out in classes. And this really ties into my testimony a lot, which I don't want to go into too much detail because I'll save that for another episode. But when I was going to uni, it was just such a difficult time for me and it just really made me not want to go and there was just no one that I could turn to. And so honestly, if you deal with any form of mental health, the last thing that you want to do is talk about it because that is where the enemy wants to isolate you and wants to keep you confined to your own thoughts. But I just want to encourage you to reach out to someone, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, whether it's a counsellor, or whether it's just someone online that you trust, that you've built up a relationship with, that you can reach out to someone and just 
just really offload that and get some godly and Christian advice. Get someone who can pray for you, someone in your church, you know, the hardest step is actually being open about it. That is the hardest part. Actually being open about it to yourself and to God. God will take you through a journey where he will lead you to the right people to just really set you free from that. I also remember in English class, we had to do something called solo talks. So this was like another presentation. I really shouldn't be saying this, but I've repented of it. (laughs) But I used to (laughs) pretend to be sick so I didn't have to go into school, hoping that it would give me an extra week to find that confidence or to build that up but obviously that did not happen at all and it was just awful like I hated the way I was everyone around me seemed to have so much confidence and that is what I wanted that is what I craved so I'm just going to skip past my testimony because my anxiety does play a major part into that but I will share that with you guys in another episode so just fast forward into my late teens like once I left school I really worked on my confidence a lot I was just so tired I was so tired of being that shy quiet girl and really the way that I did this at first was through my outward appearance and my aesthetics so I was wearing so much makeup I was making sure I was super skinny I was going for sunbeds getting tanned I was posting filtered photos looking for attention and wearing very revealing clothing just to get attention which in turn built up my confidence I was making friends so much easier at workplaces and people were really speaking confidence into me like I mentioned earlier the verse in proverbs that says death and life are in the power of the tongue is so true you can speak life or death into yourself and into others and again I want to encourage anyone listening who deals with any form of anxiety to speak decrees over yourself even if you do not believe them to be true even if you cannot resonate with these and in the natural it seems like you're anything but these things keep speaking them over yourself and just watch how the Lord will transform your thinking you know the Bible says for as he thinketh in his heart so is he what you think about yourself matters life was pretty good at this point I had a lot more confidence I was so confident in myself I actually was borderline in arrogance I had quite an arrogant spirit around me a prideful spirit where I was so confident I felt like I didn't need anything from anyone and I was just really portraying this you know everywhere I went when I interacted with colleagues or even with friends or to my family members I was just really portraying this confidence but deep down I still had this anxiety and I was covering that up with a lot of things like I mentioned my outward appearance but this was also through drugs and drinking and men sleeping about that will just make me go into my testimony and so I think we're probably about like 20 minutes in so we're not going there today once I got saved which was in November of 2019 just before the major Covid lockdowns happened across the world and specifically here in the UK and once that happened my anxiety just went to a new level it was crazy you know when I was sober and when I wasn't doing other things there was such a deep root of anxiety that was still there there was still that feeling when I went out myself when I went out to the supermarket like I could not go to the supermarket myself for such a long time which is just crazy but you know anxiety is just all consuming it just consumes every emotion it consumes every single thought and you just feel like there's no escape it's like a prison right and you're just surrounded by this constant thought and that's what the devil does that's how he operates you need to be taking your thoughts captive and submitting them to God and replacing the lies of the enemy with the truth of God and that's not easy but it's a daily thing that's why we have to be in our word daily that's why we have to put our armor on daily 
So like I said, once I got saved, my anxiety was really bad. It was just back to the way it was, probably even worse than what it was because I didn't have any substances to take that away. And so I was really just relying on myself and my own strength, which we all know as Christians, you cannot get very far by relying on your own strength. And I just remember specifically, I had been at the gym and I had so much gym anxiety before I went. The gym does have a lot of spirits around it, just touching into spiritual spirit beings and spiritual forces. The gym definitely has a spirit of anxiety and a spirit of lust. I would say that's the two main principalities that would be over that area, that specific place. And I know we're touching in on um, the spiritual realm, which I'm going to speak about in another podcast episode as well about how to see in the spirit the spiritual realm in general and how it is real very real and how we as Christians should not be afraid of it how God has not given us this spirit of fear and we do not take that into the spiritual realm as well but that's for another podcast episode I'm honestly giving you guys so many snippets so many little insights into what is to come into this podcast and the different episodes that we are going to talk about it's definitely not going to be boring that is for sure anyway I digress where was I yeah so I was in the gym and I remember so specifically I was walking on the treadmill because I spend so much time with God in the gym you do not have to be in a church to spend time with God like praise God hallelujah he cannot be contained to a building he is a relational God He is not a religious God so you can spend time with God driving in your car doing the dishes or going to the gym and I just couldn't understand it because we are told and we are sold this lie in Christianity that once you get saved all your problems disappear that your life becomes so much better don't have to worry about anything Jesus paid for it all and all you have to worry about is getting to heaven making sure you're on that train to heaven which is honestly such a lie guys like your life does become so much better spiritually because you have Jesus and you have this new hope you have this new power and authority and everything that comes with it accepting Jesus into your life and living a life devoted to him however that does not mean the realities of your circumstances disappear in an instant really this anxiety was just so overwhelming I remember having this honest and open conversation before God and he spoke to me so clearly I was like praise God I needed this word he said to me he said Sophie you have built a foundation and all the things of the world you have built such a shaky foundation as I mentioned earlier on things like drugs on alcohol on men on sex all these different things and the Lord told me that he was taking it away that he was completely demolishing it and that he was going to rebuild a firm and secure foundation of my identity in him it was going to be so sturdy and so unshakable and it would be built on the foundations of God and who he says I am and this just really helped me so much it helped me because I could understand now why I was going through these things why I was experiencing all this anxiety again that it came back and honestly that was really the beginning of my journey to towards freedom because I was praying so much you know during this time me and my sister were looking for new churches like I said I got saved just before the lockdown so the lockdown happened so we didn't have a home church so as soon as lockdown lifted the first thing that we did was start to search for new churches which was honestly such a difficult journey but praise god we have found the best church ever that is a biased opinion (laughs) it is honestly such an amazing community when I just remember when I was praying all those nights, those lonely nights for a church community and for 
godly spirit-filled believers and friends I could not imagine what the Lord would bless me with the Lord has blessed me and my sister so abundantly with such an amazing community and such faithful and godly pastors just people around us as well men and women of God and I'm just so thankful and so grateful for the love that they poured into us and the encouragement as well that they poured into us in their faith I could talk forever about how much I love my church however I'm going to have an episode all about finding community the importance of community and how to find that community because I walked through that and so did my sister I walked through not having any friends losing friends and then gaining a whole community that I have today so God is so good so on this journey to finding a church I remember still dealing with this anxiety and again I did not want people to know that I had this anxiety so when I was meeting them I was getting so nervous inside but I was trying so hard to portray this false image of myself who was confident it just didn't work I was honestly just thinking to myself I was like Lord will I ever be delivered from this will I ever live a life not having anxiety not having anxious thoughts not getting nervous not losing sleep over certain things this is just what I went through I had been going to a few worship nights at this really prophetic church they were so good. They were amazing. And God really used that to just really accelerate and open my eyes into the spirit, things of the spirit, spiritual gifts. I also got the gifts of tongues at one of these worship nights, which is amazing. The gifts of tongue is so, so powerful. We should really be utilizing it as believers. Paul said that he speaks in tongue more than any of us. And if that does not convict you to start speaking in tongues more often, I don't know what will. I'd been going to a few of these. I had been also decreeing things over myself as well because like I mentioned I had a prophetic meeting where there was three prophets who prophesied over me and it was just incredible I praise God for them God can use prophets God still uses prophets today who hear the father's voice so clearly and can speak life and encouragement and edify you so I just praise God for that because they told me to decree these certain things over myself like I've told you guys to do and honestly I saw such a difference however this is a moment when I received my deliverance and I didn't even though deliverance was a thing at this point I was only just discovering that you know Christians could have demons that there was demonic oppression deliverance was even a thing what that looked like I didn't really know any of this it was also new to me and I was desperate and I think that's the key thing I think you know I'm always reminded of the women with the issue of blood that there's a level of desperation that we as Christians have to get to in order to receive our healing I'm not saying that we always have to be so desperate I mean I was desperate but I was almost accepting of the fact that I had anxiety and possibly would have lived with this the rest of my life I was also longing for that that freedom to be set free by Jesus Christ so whilst we were in worship a woman of God came up who is a prophet and who can see so clearly in spirit and so she said that she could see black roses with lots of thorns over some people's head and she just explained that this was the spirit of death over so many people and as soon as she said that I knew for me that it was anxiety. Now I need to rewind maybe like two three weeks before that I'd received a vision I was only just now receiving visions after I got the gift of tongues which I really believe opens the avenue to be able to have visions and so I had a vision where there was two words and one of them was fear and one of them was anxiety. Blood started to drip from the cross of Calvary and the blood completely blotted out both the words. It was covered by the blood of Jesus and I knew in that instant that I was going to get delivered from anxiety but obviously this was two, three weeks later and so for me as soon as she said spirit of death I knew it was anxiety. Anyway she just took authority in that place and she started casting that demon out. She started rebuking it and binding it up in Jesus name and to be honest I don't really know what was 
was going on I was just coming into agreement with her because I knew that I needed this I just started to weep I was weeping so much I was just agreeing with her and commanding over myself that any demonic spirits of anxiety would leave in Jesus name so apart from crying I didn't really feel that much different to be honest I left that feeling better obviously however it wasn't like a moment where I was like oh I've been delivered from anxiety I don't have anxiety anymore that wasn't really how it went for me and deliverance can look so different for so many people there's different ways that the Lord can deliver you there's instant deliverance there's deliverance over time there's manifestations of demons you can cough them out you can spit them out you can be sick like there's just so many different things it's so complex however for me apart from weeping and coming into agreement with her I didn't really feel that much different and it was only a few weeks later that I really realized that the Lord had truly set me free and so I was sitting in a coffee shop with my sister we just were meeting really regularly to talk about life and just encourage one another and to pray for one another about our life and just really build a deeper bond because we grew up having not really a good strong bond but the Lord has totally restored that and so I was just talking to her about that and all of a sudden I had like a realization as I spoke to her and opened up about my anxiety I realized that the Lord had set me free that there was just this connection between that night and now the moment where I looked back I was like wow the Lord has set me free and I just started crying in this coffee shop and it was just such a beautiful moment where I was just crying so many tears of relief and so many tears of thankfulness and so many tears of joy that I had been set free from 23 years worth of anxiety and the Lord has just continued to do such an amazing work in me like I now am such a different person which is so true you know the Lord will transform you so that you don't even look the same as you did yesterday or 10 years ago and I'm just so thankful for that and now I can lead groups I'm part of a small group where I lead often I can approach people that are new in church and welcome them or if I've not met them you know I can make so many new friends I just feel this new confidence and boldness and this new authority that I walk in to be honest that does not mean that sometimes these feelings and emotions of anxiety can come in that the devil does try and use things that you've been delivered to he will try and come in in a sly and deceptive way and so when these emotions come in I know that I have the authority to rebuke them in Jesus name I know that I no longer have to partner with the spirit of anxiety and that spirit of anxiety has no place in me and so it's still a journey let's just be honest there's some days that this anxiety can come back but I can rely on the word of God I know how to fight my battles and I know that the Lord has set me free that I will never go back to that place of living with the spirit of anxiety ever again that the Lord has truly set me free and sometimes that takes us actually walking out and that freedom taking bold steps of faith and actually the Lord has unlocked our chains and we have to actually shake them off you know we have to take that step into the freedom that he's paid for us that can be difficult but the Lord helps us and the Holy Spirit guides us really that's my story of how he set me free from anxiety I know I'm giving you about 20-30 minutes of 23 years worth of living with that but I just really believe that there's freedom for so many people I just remember constantly searching articles and videos and really seeking guidance and testimonies about how people had been set free from anxiety and the Lord can do it if he can do it for me he can do it for you I truly believe that for so many people over this podcast today that if you're dealing with any form of mental health even if it's not anxiety if it's anorexia if it's bulimia if it's suicide if it's paranoia whatever it is that the Lord can truly set you free and everyone's journey is going to be different but I'm just so grateful to God for all that he's done and I'm so excited for everything that he has in store for me and so that's my story of how I was delivered from anxiety and like I said we have so 
many exciting episodes coming up so many more testimonies not just from me but from other people who have received freedom in different areas of their life I really want you guys to be encouraged that there is hope there is freedom that Jesus is alive and that he is moving today but I just want to thank you all so much for listening to my story and for coming along on the podcast and I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and more about what I'm up to, then please check out my social media links in the description of this video. And I can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast.